Family medicine is not fully identified as a specialty in this country until recently, last year. And people don't understand that there is this particular intermediate discipline between general practice and specialist care. And I felt it needed to be highlighted to show the function of the family practitioner. The family practitioner is the only person who lives in the biological entity of the patient. He is able to go into the homes and see the living environment. He is able to interact with all the family members. And when a problem arises in a family in a medical sense or in a psychological sense, he is able to put everything together and try to come to grips with the problem in the family. Tell us about some of your experiences. We understand in places with no running water, in shacks, attending to patients under candlelight. What was that like? Well, this goes back to the early days in 1960s, you know. Things have changed a great deal in the last 50 years. Tokyo Townships, me and my contemporaries got into general practice about the time the Chatsworth settlements came into being. You know, people were displaced. They were being thrown into communities, strangers to strangers. There was no community sense at all. It was overcrowded. Over 30,000 people were cramped into Mirbank. There were no garages available. There were no basements available. They were all occupied. And I remember in the early 70s, we had the Asian flu. There were only two doctors, myself and Dr. Ravji, to cover the entire area. And I got my call book put away from that time when I did 33 house calls going in late into the night, walking in, people lying on the floor. We just jumped over them, as you say, paraffin lamps and candle lamps, just taking the injection and just giving the jabs, telling them, we'll come back in the next 24, 36 hours to see how you people are doing. And what impact would you say apartheid had on your practice as a doctor? Well, to begin with, I couldn't get premises, so I had to divide my flat, give my wife one half, and I converted my lounge and my dining room into a, a, a practice, a consulting room. And I worked from there for 30 years because I was on the wrong side of the political spectrum. Today, tell us how all that has changed and how does it feel to still be working within this community? Now we've got a good practice. We've got a beautiful building. We've got air conditioning offices, you know, flushing toilets and lights. Our patients come here in great comfort. We're able to see them, give them a complete care. You know, we have extended services as well, ultrasound, theater service, which we couldn't do in the early days. From that point of view, things have improved for the patients. And uh, we are compliant with the the medical council's requirements, we are compliant with the medical aid. It's very pleasant to conduct practice now. Tell us what still drives you as a doctor. Little ones, the ones between three and six and seven, they are the ones, they are my inspiration. Now at my age, I'm a grandfather, I'm able to you know, relate to my grandchildren. So these little ones that come to me, they're all my grandchildren.